see that Randall's on and Bourbon with Friends is on. So I'm guessing you guys are are good to go. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Okay. Hey, Randall, I don't know if I've actually met you in person yet. I'm Kate. I do brand partnerships at Warner. Oh, okay. So it's like nice to meet you over Zoom. Yes, ma'am. I have met and, you know, been working with the bourbon with friends guys for a little bit now and they're awesome. So I think you guys are going to have a lot of fun today. It's, it's going to be good. I'm excited about it. Yeah. I mean, if you have whiskey to work with. Yeah. No joke. Any day you get to do a uh, interview with whiskey is a pretty good day. Exactly. Paul, are you guys on the line by chance? Okay. Perfect. Oh, there's no audio yet. We're waiting on getting it all set up. But you get to see the inner workings behind a podcast, which is exciting too, I guess. What have you been up to today, Randall? Uh, I wrote with, uh, what's his name? Driver, uh, Driver, Driver Williams plays lead guitar for, uh, Eric church. Well, that's fun. Wrote with him today. Uh, Otherwise, I've just been running around trying to get uh, all the little things done. I know. Are you in Texas? Is that where you are right now? No, I'm in Nashville. You're in Nashville? I'm in Durango's office over here at Big Yellow Dog. Fun. So do you live here? I do. I moved here in March. I live with my girlfriend in Berry Hill. Oh, so fun. Yeah. Are you guys do the house thing or you have an apartment or a condo? Like uh, where are you at right been, now? We've got an apartment there in uh, uh, the Melrose. Oh yeah. I know a couple of people live there. Oh, Paul, Paul's calling me real quick. Hello. Oh, now we can hear. There it is. Can you hear us? Yeah, it just kicked on. Yeah. All right, All right I just Perfect. hung up on Paul. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> We've never had this happen. We're like jinxed in the last like three podcasts for having stuff go wrong. That's what I'm wondering. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> all right. You guys got what you need. I'm not going to hang on here so that all this gets recorded are the two of you, but I just want to be here in case anyone needs anything. Oh, you're good. So you you're know, you've been bringing bourbon with us, Kate? Not, I'm not soon in person. Next time you have a show in town and the guys can come out. Yeah, it's it's uh, cahoots. I know there's a bunch of people coming to the cahoots show uh, next Friday. There you go. Very fun. All right, you guys have a blast. All right, um, thanks. I'll drop my cell number in here as well as my email in case. Y'all need to reach me. I've got all of it. You know that. Yeah, I don't know if check our levels. I mean, Scott and Clayton have it too. But in case anybody needs it, y'all just let me know and have fun. All right, sounds good. See ya. Your backpacks in the other room. Shit. What do you need it for? How's it going? (laughs) Give me a cup. Is it going, Hoss? Is it going? Yeah. Uh, I've already started, so. Just want to make that. Nothing no. wrong with that. <laughs> we catch up pretty well. Yeah. yeah. What'd you, what'd you start with? You mind plugging that in? Just uh, so I got the Bullen Bourbon, but I got the I got the ten year Bourbon. So I I got that one and sipping on the ten year Bullet. Yeah. Oh. Do you have that one? No. Oh. So actually, no. I think you do. Isn't it I, did. I don't have it. Anymore. 
I have it. It's gone. It's at my house. Oh, they send regular bullets. They're like, oh shit. Yeah, um, I meant to just get the regular, but I, I snagged the ten year. Oh, then I'll join. I'll join with some rye today at Justin's. <laughs> well, I might have to grab the twelve year rye then. We can do it and compare. I don't know. We can do whatever. It's drinking. It's drinking. So I, I got Elijah Craig in the Woodford. So we're 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 square on those. Yep, I got. I, it was terrifying because I have that toasted barrel Elijah Craig at the house that I'm like, I want to open it so bad. We have we we did it for a giveaway and we can't we can't oh. use it. Oh, I thought she gave you two. Oh man, she only gave me one. Oh, she brought well, I don't, I don't, so I don't I don't know names yet. I'm Randall. I'm Paul. AJ and okay. JC. Paul, AJ, JC. Yep. yep. So. You need that on or no? I was just checking the levels. Are we good? Yeah, everything's good. Right, everything's, cool. Yeah, because I haven't, I didn't touch anything, so everything sounds yeah, good. Yeah, just making sure nothing got moved. So yeah, sorry, we're that threw us a little behind the sound not working, or else we're usually <laughs> just ready to rock and no, roll. No, no, you, you guys are just fine, man. I'm not worried about it at all. You're in Texas, right? No, I'm uh, I'm actually in Nashville right now. Oh, okay. Did you move there? Or are you? Yeah, I came up here. Uh, I moved up this way. And uh, lower that little bit. There you go. I moved up this way in March. Moved in with my girlfriend over at Berry Hill. Gotcha, gotcha. Where are you guys out of? Lexington, <laughs> Kentucky. Where? We're in Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, you Lexington, all right. So yeah. you got all right. So you guys got the real bourbon. That's why you're bourbon and friends. Because that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we try and find the bourbon, except when you're here, you can't find shit. So. <laughs> so, but yeah man we're, we're, it'll be real chill and relaxed we'll have a good time and um and uh it'll be great sounds so, good to me man we actually have talking notes and stuff we're we're semi-prepared we, we're not nearly we're, as dis- we're not nearly as disorganized as we're coming across this is not an average <laughs> normal thing so I've, I've never seen talking notes before it's such a lie we've never seen talking notes before don't listen to him he's the grumpy of grump ass of the bunch oh, i forgot to get my energy drink Oh God! Can I run and get that? No, you're nope. You're fucked. I'm gonna go get it. No, <laughs> I'll be right back. <clears throat> Ugh, man, I can't do no damn energy drinks. They mess with me. He he's just he's addicted to them. It's like a it's like a it's like a uh, superstition for him with with the shows. I'm excited <laughs> that I got Golden Eye working. Wow, everybody's angry. Yeah, how old are you? He's old enough to know better. <laughs> I'm 30. too young to care. Oh, okay. Well, he would probably know. He might be on that. He, I walk in, he's playing the old Golden Eye game on like, on like, yeah, 64. Uh huh. The original. I was, uh, I played Banjo Kazooie, and uh, yep. <laughs> my sister had a PlayStation, so we played Crash Bandicoot. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All the old games need to come back, so. Okay, they brought they brought Crash back. Uh, they redid a Crash Bandicoot, but I don't know if they did a Manjo Kazooie. I don't, I don't think so. I've been I've been thinking about getting my son like a, a Nintendo Wii, so when he gets a little older, so he can play Mario Kart because he likes to smash shit anyway. So I just want the Dreamcast Bass Pro Fisher to come back. That's why we know Cash Cash is your new Bass Pro Dream Pro Fisher. Guy. <laughs> All right, let's do this. You ready? Ready. I got. I love that he's already started drinking. It makes my heart so happy. Yeah. All right. Well, it's not country if you're not drinking. It's true. Yeah. All right. Start it off. Hello and welcome again to another episode of Bourbon with Friends. I'm Paul and joined as always with uh, AJ and JC. And today we have a very special guest with us. Uh, we have singer, songwriter, uh, country music star, Randall King. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, man. Sipping on bourbon and now I'm doing it with friends. <laughs> What's really funny is this is one of the very few times we've had a guest on our show that's actually beat us to start drinking. Yeah. I, I, I don't think this has ever happened. This might be a, a, a history maker going yeah. on. I don't know. Well, we catch up. Oh, yeah, that's we'll, true. We'll, we'll catch up real quick. So, so, <laughs> so, so we, we listened to a bunch of your music. Uh, on the way back from Gatlinburg, because we we had to reschedule, we had a work issue. So thanks for being flexible on that one. But JC JC really liked your stuff because he likes that kind of old that uh, old country type yeah. music. You know, you have that that early '90s type vibe with the voice and and the sound and stuff like that. And he loved it. And he said you actually sound like someone pretty famous. Oh God, did I say uh, 
Alan What's Jackson. Yeah, that's right. Alan Jackson. Yeah. He says you. He, he, oh, yeah. Damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. He, had a, he had a couple of songs that remind me of Alan Jackson. Yeah. I'm a big AJ fan, man. Big I AJ. saw him in concert. <laughs> yeah, he did. He saw him in concert. Did you, see him, did you see him peak 90s? He opened for Randy Travis. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> <laughs> he was the opening act. Like, oh. Damn, you're old as shit. No, Alan Jackson is an opener. Yeah. <laughs> I got all y'all beat. Dude, that's that's cool as hell. Alan, for me, Alan was top in my top three artists of all time. Man, if you're gonna, if you can't, I can't hardly just do one of my favorites. I got to get like a top five, which would be. You know, George Strait, Alan Jackson, Keith Whitley, Merle Haggard, Randy Travis. There you go. Oh, okay. I think you hit like a bunch of JC's favorite country music people out there. George Strait, definitely. Yeah. He doesn't like George Strait besides communists. It's all the lots. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still like pure country. It's all the lots yeah. and the smoke. So, <laughs> so Randall, give everyone just kind of like a, a background about you who might, you know, people who may not know who you are, you know, like your background in music, how you kind of came to be where you're at today. And, uh, um, you know, well, then we'll talk about whiskey, <clears throat> man. Uh, I started out, I'm from Hereford, Texas. I was born in Amarillo, grew up in Hereford, graduated out of Amarillo. Uh, and then I went down to Lubbock, followed my high school sweetheart there back in 09, went to Texas Tech for about a year and a half, stayed in Lubbock 11 years. Uh, wow. Graduated from South Plains College in 2013 with a sound tech degree. So I could learn what was going on in the studios and understand terminology and what and, and how to do it. And uh, that taught me how to produce my own records. And, uh, man, I'll, I started writing songs in the dorm room at Tech, playing them to my friends, playing them on uh, Monday night singer-songwriter night at the Blue Light. They're off Buddy Holly Avenue in Lubbock. And uh, started out cutting my teeth in those bars and uh, started booking myself, managing myself, uh, producing myself, writing my own songs, and uh, put together a band, and we started trucking on the road, and got a booking agent, <laughs> and uh, I finally got to sign on with uh, the manager I'm working with, uh, Scott Gunner, who has changed everything for me, changed the game completely. Um, signed on with him, and uh, we started pushing the self-titled record, which I produced. Uh, after I signed on with Red Eleven, mm-hmm. my new agent. So you used to do a little bit of everything then. Yeah. I I had my hand in in uh, in my whole organization, man. It was self built, uh, and it's a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication, a lot of a lot of nose, a lot of uh, a lot of longevity, and trying to build fans the hard way. We we went through the back door and uh, built the hard tickets. You know, we didn't get to really go open for a lot of people. Uh, went on tour with Kojo. Uh, 2017 and 18 mm-hmm. did a lot with him uh, and that helped us a shitload. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's everything, everything I've done so far has really been self-built until, uh, until I signed on with management and then they took it to the next level and then we signed on with the label at Warner here in Nashville and they've taken it to the next level. We're just going to keep taking it. There you go. We're sitting at the top worldwide. There you go. I I like the end right there. I like the I like that the ambition. Yeah. I, no, I like the slogan though. Kind of sitting at the top worldwide, <laughs> Scarface esque. Oh, the just, world is yours. It's good because I thought you were going to go prestige worldwide for a second. <laughs> um. So yeah, the, you you're kind of newer to the the national stage, right? Like with Warner Music, you've signed on with them 2019, right? Yeah, uh, we signed. I signed in, I think, September of 19. Okay. No, I'm sorry, August of 19. Uh, and then we started dropping out songs. Um, dropped three. Yeah, one song a month, three months, for uh, three months in a row there. <clears throat> and uh, we started dropping out tunes. And uh, that was really my first national debut was, uh a song called She Gone, which went all the way to 30 on the yep. national. Yep. We heard that. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think that was the one that you said that on, by the way. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. You know, it's funny, man. They say uh, 
you know, Hank, Hank Sr. always lived out his songs. And I never, I didn't live out all my songs. And I didn't live out that one uh, until kind of recently. Uh, I never got my dog back. So. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Oh, Damn. Well. Well, well, that's a downer. <laughs> well, well, what's uh, what, what's the joke? If, it into existence. <laughs> <laughs> if you play country music backwards, you get your house back, your dog back, your car back. <laughs> and your girl back. <laughs> Sorry, we're having some. It's all right. Whatever. If the mic falls, it falls. What's the worst thing that happens? This table's a piece of shit. Anyway, the joys of podcasting. You just never know <laughs> what the hell is going to happen. Um so, so give us some, some backstory about like your, your whiskey journey. So, you know, I know the t- whiskey's big in Texas, obviously, but you know, it's different whiskey and we have three Kentucky whiskeys that are on the table here. So obviously it seems like you're, you, uh, you have some love for the Kentucky juice. So give us kind of your backstory on how you got into it. Uh, man, my dad, my dad's always been a big whiskey guy. Uh, when I first started drinking, I didn't, I didn't drink till I was 20. Uh, I couldn't just wait another year. I had to, had to jump in early. <laughs> Why was, would you? I started drinking whiskey then he was a big crown guy. So I became a big crown guy. Uh, I didn't understand well whiskey. And so at one point I started drinking well whiskey, like on the rocks like that <laughs> shit, which was pretty much, uh, you know, vodka whiskey flavored vodka which is not the same thing at all so i learned pretty quick that if you want the real thing you got to get the real thing yep. yeah but I was, a big, I was a big blended guy for a long time um crown is still on our rider for right now uh and you know, texas texas makes a lot of blended because you know texas does some bourbons but as you guys being in Kentucky know that real bourbon comes from Kentucky. <laughs> well, I agree. The best. The, the, yeah. Yeah. The best. Comes well, from there Kentucky. is some good stff that we've had. There is. No, anywhere so, you go, you're going to find people who know what they're doing. I'm just, we, one of our, one, one bottle that's not really lasted hardly at all has been Garrison brothers, the honeydew. Like almost yeah. every time we open that bottle, it goes away. You, you the cigar, bro. Oh, I've had the Garrison Brothers, but I haven't had it. I haven't had the Honeydew. You you need to try it. It's it's unreal. Uh, we've had the Garrett that, and then the Balmaria, which yeah. it's Balmaria a little spicy, but it's really good. Balmaria is delicious. It, there's a lot of good distilleries down in Texas that are doing some good things, like Iron Root, just with the Dallas uh, and everything. TX man, TX is great. That's probably out of any whiskey in Texas. Uh, I say TX and Rebecca Creek are my tops. Rebecca Creek does do a bourbon. It's the eight, 18, I think 1876. I think that's what it is. Eight, uh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that was them. Uh, 1860s. What's it? I know what you're talking about. It's a yeah. black, like, yeah, yeah. I'd have to pull up the name to know, get it exactly, but I know exactly what I can even see the bottle in my head. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I, I know the bottle too. I didn't know that was uh, Texas whiskey, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So Rebecca yeah. Creek, I think that's a branch off of Rebecca Creek. Uh, and TX makes a bourbon as well. That's really good. Yeah. I've had, I've had TX before. I, I've had, it's been a really long time, but I've had it like once. I don't know if it was the bourbon or if it was just their, uh, I actually don't mind their, the, like I made old fashions with it and I didn't mind it. Yeah. So, so let's talk about the three of these that we have in front. So these are kind of your three favorites and we're all drinking bullet right now, which honestly is, I'm surprised it's not, it's not nearly as bad as the last bullet I had. This is actually pretty good. I don't <laughs> mind this one at all. I usually hate bullet. Just like, you know, full, full disclosure. Um, <laughs> your palate has also changed. Yeah. My palate past, is changing a lot. So the past year and a half. So, so kind of talk to us through, you know, through some of these, we'll talk about the bullet first, you know, what, what kind of got you into that and what, what do you like about model. it? Probably the biggest reason I even tried uh, Bullet Bourbon was because I have a song called Another Bullet. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, maybe one day they might sponsor me or something. I don't know. (laughs) I poured it. I like how he thinks. Yeah. Poured it, got it. I liked liked the smoothness. I liked the kickback that you get from it. Uh, Stout, smooth, but it's not, it don't choke you out. I don't know. I, just, I think it's just. I think it's smooth out of any of the. Uh, what do you call it? I guess I would say bottom bottom shelf in the sense of 
you know, it's not, it's still not a, a highly expensive whiskey. It, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's about 25, $30, somewhere in that range. It's not depending a, depending on where you're at. Yeah. yeah. And it's a good, I, w- I mean, a lot of people use it for uh, mixing, like when they do old fashions and mules and well, it's a very popular old fashioned. It is because it, it's because it's a high rye. It's it's a bourbon, but it's still a high rye. So it's got a higher proof on the rye, and it used to be made by Four Roses a long time ago. So it had a had a, it really yeah yeah yeah. yeah. They, before before they started distilling their own, a lot of people really liked it, and then it switched the distillate changed, and that's where some people well they started making their own yeah, yeah instead yeah. of buying Four Roses and just rebottling it. But yeah, uh, if you find a good like. A lot of good picks that you find, like 16, 15-year-old picks. No, his might be a Four Roses. It's 10 years. So. That's why I was actually trying to do the math in my head. The 10-year might actually be Four Roses. No, 10 juice. years, it's, it depends on. There's a that good, was right on the edge of when yeah, they kind of stopped. I think it is. So, yeah. But there's a good chance that's still Four Roses. But like I said, this it is. It won't say it on the bottle, though. And, it was uh, one of those. Well, it's a Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh. So no, it's a it's a good it holds up. So you can mix this or drink it straight. It's gonna like if you mix it though, it's gonna hold up against the the sweets and the bitters and all the others because it still has that like you were saying earlier. It's got that light, nice little burn on the back end, so it's gonna hold up on you. You're not gonna lose it in the cocktail. It's mm-hmm. gonna stay yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. There's so a problem. Well, I don't usually lose any whiskey in a cocktail because <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just make the cocktail nice and strong, whiskey. right? Yeah. yeah. What do you what like code, you know? Yeah. Are you an old fashioned guy? Dude, I love old fashions. Uh, man, there's a there's a restaurant here in Tennessee in Nashville called Virago, and they do a drink that uh man, I can't think of the name of it, but it's it's like a it's an apple wood smoked mm-hmm. type of a old fashioned. Ooh. Dude, it's, Ooh. it's not real. You get all the smoky flavor. You can taste. You can literally taste the applewood back there. And I, I mean, you like, like those. You pour it out. You can see the smoke coming off it. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Yeah, they, I'm salivating. On there's that a one. few. Yeah, I've seen that before. I've actually never had one of those like that, but I've it's seen so good. They have like their own little smoke machine. And they hook the they hook it I'm up and they buy smoke one. it up. Uh-huh. Make yeah. one really cheap. I'm gonna buy one. <laughs> I don't like making shit. <laughs> uh, I don't like making anything. Making stuff so you can make it so much better than the cheesy thing you're gonna buy though. Have you met me? That's true. Yeah. As, long as, you, as long as you're making your own drinks, I don't think it matters. That's yeah, true. <laughs> JC actually makes really good old fashions. We actually have several different recipes for that, and a lot of people don't realize you can make old fashions like 15 different ways. Yeah, it just change the bitters, change the orange to a lemon or a lime, or, yeah. the different yeah. cherries, yeah, different type of cherries, different. Simple syrup. Yeah, different simple syrups. Jinx. Yeah. <laughs> we do a smoked simple syrup every time we do a cookout. Like after we get done doing the smoker, he throws in simple syrup into the smoker and lets it smoke for a good hour. So when you're doing it comes out, it just tastes like it just tastes like smoke. smoke. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like a smoked meat old fashioned. <laughs> and who doesn't like that? <laughs> wow. Smoked meat like, and alcohol. That's per- that's perfect for grilling. That's oh yeah. Yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! So it's almost like the it's all it's so it's almost like the dessert phase of the drinking of the evening because we've drank. You have to let it sit in there for an hour. You've you've already started. You've eaten, and then you have it, and it's almost like having part of that dinner again, but in your drinking, cocktail. We've been drinking while we were cooking and everything. Yeah, <laughs> we drink all day. It's that's a whole different whole story. Start at ten a.m. Finish at twelve a.m. It's <laughs> anyway. God, we sound like alcohol is so bad. Uh, so well, let's start. <laughs> Shoe fits, Paul. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. What are we doing? All right, let's drink something else. What are we drinking next? Oh, shit. Well, hold on. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yep, he's one of us. There you go. Um, Man, let's move on to that Woodford Reserve. Man. All right. Simple one you can find everywhere. You can't find the bullet in a lot of restaurants uh, or anywhere you're going. Like, it's, it's pretty rare to find bullet, but Woodford seems to be – the Woodford Reserve – Seems to be in just about everywhere you go. Whitford's one of those classic because you know they sponsor the Kentucky Derby, so they're a name recognition thing. It's it's been around for a while. They've done they did a good job over the years marketing themselves. So it's one of those. It's when you think of bourbon, it's like the classic mash bill, the classic proof. So, 
Well, it's a top tier for That's me. Woodford. You what? So it's a top tier. I, I love Woodford. But Woodford's one I usually mix. I don't. I, I don't know if I've ever really done it on the rocks. So this would be a first for me. You gotta. You gotta try the double oak. That's when I was looking. I was looking for that bottle, and they didn't have any at the liquor store I was at. So yeah, they they've made it allocated now. It might be starting to be kind of hard to find. Right, you can still find it all over the place up here, but it's like monster. Hold on, <laughs> your whiskey tastes like monster. <laughs> I mean, there's still some left in my beer. Hold on, <laughs> hey, that, that's one thing I don't do no more is energy drinks. My shot, my shot was Vegas bomb. I always drank Vegas bombs. Oh yeah, oh, that'll get you going. It got to the point where when I'd go to sleep at the end of the night, my heart rate was still up so high I couldn't sleep because of all the damn Red Bull flowing through. Because yeah. I don't need I don't need a big natural energy. I don't I don't need any kind of substance energy boost. That coffee's it for me. So once you start mixing Red Bulls and things in there, it's a it's a whole different Randall that I don't really like seeing. <laughs> <laughs> That's only JC with blue liquor. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, define, define blue liquor for me. It was hurricane, and none of us do well with it. We we decided to try one one time, and it didn't. It wasn't great. It, it ended, none of us liked it. It ended awful for me. Yeah, it ended awful for everyone. Somebody lost a rocking chair. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, I wasn't gonna go down the whole rabbit hole, but at this okay. point, somebody lost a rocking chair. I, I I don't know like what happened half the night. I think I had a sugar coma attack. Who knows. Oh boy! <laughs> too much sugar, too much alcohol, too much food. You, now, what you might like if if you like coffee, take bourbon cream, put it in coffee, and oh, that's some yeah. Buffalo traces or any of the bourbon creams are yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Put that on top. So we one of the things that we do, especially during our cookouts and stuff, we 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 start the day with Death Wish coffee and bourbon cream. Oh. Death Lord, dude, no. gotta gotta stay awake. <laughs> and then during the afternoon, it's root beer and bourbon cream. Oh yeah, that's actually pretty good. It, it's it's delicious, like a vanilla, like a vanilla float. So, what is it about the Woodford that you that draws you to it? And then, what do you think about it not in like a cocktail? Personally, I, I, for me, I like the uh, I like the oaky taste that you can get out of it. It's it's right. a lot more. You can taste a lot more of the wood in that one than you can uh, bullet. But uh, mostly, I just I just like that it's straight. Not that you can, it is what it is. Oak got that nice burn on the back end and still smooth. Sounds about it. Like, have you have you dived into any higher proofs, or do you usually just generally stay around like the 95, 90 proof area? I generally stay in what would be the cheaper whiskeys because I don't like to spend a lot of money on my whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just asking because, like, you kept on saying you like to burn on the end or the the. On the back end, I was wondering if you go. You can up. get a Knob Creek that'll make you burn for about thirty bucks. Okay, I had a joke. I'll leave that one alone. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, Knob Creek's got some higher stuff. I mean, it depends on what you think a lot of money is. Also for whiskey, um, I like to stay. If I'm about a bottle, I stay between thirty to fifty, unless I'm getting oh. what's really high end. Oh, well, celebratory thing. Fifty. You've got. All kinds of stuff that you can like Wilderness Trail, Old Elk, Knob Creek, Russell's Reserve. Russell, yeah, Russell's Reserve. The Russell's Reserve ten years is like thirty five dollars MSRP. It's it's from um, Wild Turkey, Wild Turkey uh, Long Branch, Early Times. Wild Branch is a little lower. They're actually coming out with a foolproof Wild Turkey, Long Branch. Oh really? Yeah, I'm interested in that one. I cannot wait for that. But yeah, you there's tons. You just send me a list of shit I need to try. Just, yeah. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll, it'll be a long list. Come up to the cookout. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, just come to one of the cookouts. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you taken care. So, so that's all. I th- so I think there's a misconception with a lot of people uh, most of the time that good whiskey has to be expensive. And oh, there's uh, so much good whiskey that scotch. Yes, scotch. Yeah, but that's because yeah. you're paying tariffs and everything else. Bourbon. You can get a good bourbon for the thirty-five, forty dollar range that can compare to some of the really ones we talk about all the time that a lot of people don't give the credit it deserves. Wild Turkey One Hundred and One, eighteen dollars for a fifth. Yeah, eighteen dollars for a bottle. You can go and have have a good time with that. (laughs) Yeah, and it's going to stand up just as well as anything else. You know. Okay. Okay. I haven't done this in a while for Woodford. Are you doing the? 
So, so the trick, if you, you drink it, let it sit in the glass and then smell it, you can actually get like the actual like flavor notes, just smelling it with nothing in it. Cause the alcohol, the alcohol burns kind of gone at that point. <laughs> He's like, hold on. He's like, hold on. <laughs> I got, we got too much of my glass to smell it. <laughs> I get the oak though. Yeah. You get a lot of oak with Woodford though. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a normal thing. That's like what, something that they're really known for. Just you know what? I I love that smell. It's what it's like oak. I know vanilla. it's like that's like oak that's, vanilla. That's bourbon. Yeah. That's just like classic bourbon. Like <laughs> sorry, I went a little old school. Let's, <laughs> uh, let's drink Stacey some. Is having a moment with <laughs> you raising the table a little bit on that side. Do what? You raising the table a little bit on that side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So usually, so from the Elijah Craig standpoint, his favorite is the barrel proof. Yeah, Elijah Craig barrel proof is it's, one of my top. I would I would put it in one of my top five. It won whiskey of the year not too long ago, like two years ago, three yeah. years ago. It, if you ever see that one, it's it'll probably run you about seventy, eighty dollars, but it is killer it'll kick you in the jaw that's for sure you'll drink you need to drink half i'll tell you that much <laughs> yeah, if you drink half if we you drink half in a night we'll buy you a trophy <laughs> Dang. 130 proof yeah yeah. Uh, yeah yeah that'll put you down uh, I would, yeah I, I wouldn't survive that i don't think many people would survive half a bottle of that i used to i used to drink uh shit by 2018 2019 when i was going pretty hard uh every night Dude, I was I was to the point where I was drinking a quarter to a half a bottle of Crown, uh, just about every night when we'd go out on the road. But it's Crown, yeah, yeah. double round of Crown. <laughs> Everybody gets down. <laughs> it's this, also this is whiskey. This whiskey I have not had yet. So okay. Oh, you've not had the so you've not had a lot of Craig. Okay. Okay. Well, let's do this one then. I get I get so much hay. Hey, I do though. <laughs> It's got a real earthy, grassy almost. That's hay. Lots of hay. Well, that's fitting because uh, I grew up son of a hay holler. Four generations deep. So well, there you, there you go. There you go. So do you get hay on that when you taste it? Yeah, I'd say so. Is that some grass notes? Been a while since I've had hay in my mouth, though. <laughs> yeah, but it's I guess it's yeah, that it's that grassy for sure. Yeah, that yeah. that earthy. It's got those that those earthy notes. It's gonna. Earth I haven't tone. had this in so long. It's not just the regular one because we've had the toasted barrel, we've had the rye, we've had the the toasted barrel. So yeah, and like the barrel proof is like a huge like brown sugar bomb, and you don't yeah. get that as much on this. this you is, know, there's this, a little bit of it, but I don't think I've had the normal Elijah Craig in like four years, to be honest with you. I almost want to open an old, old bottle and see if they taste the same. I almost <laughs> want you to do that, too. How old is it? I, don't I want you to, too, but uh, you can't share it here. Yeah. <laughs> it's only three and a half hours. We'll see you by 10 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, come on up. We'll have a cigar waiting for you. I'll have to be waiting. <laughs> we'll still be up. It's fine. Yeah. We'll, we, we'll be in Nashville at some point. We're already planning a trip. We'll bring you some. Do you ever, uh, Game. Do you ever smoke cigars when you drink at all? Sit back and relax. Oh yeah, okay. I have to be careful. I can't do it a lot. I I never do it uh, unless it's a Saturday, a Sunday, Monday or Tuesday. If if it's any other <laughs> Saturday, Wednesday, Thursday or Friday, I can't do it because I only have shows. Yeah, right. Yeah, it hits your throat. throat. It's it's it gets my vocal cords, and I got to be careful with it. No, that makes well, sense. I, I mean, I have a cure for that. It's yeah, it's tea, honey, lemon, and a lot of whiskey in a cup. Yeah, hot tea and honey and lemon. I can, I put whiskey in, in every cure. I'm gonna I'm gonna laugh when you're sitting over here. Like one day you get an email, be like, "What was that cure for?" <laughs> I, I gotta sing tonight, guys. Yeah. So it's the cure for the cigar. You'll realize a lot of Kentucky cures center around bourbon and whiskey, like heathing, rub yeah. Little, yeah, yeah I, I, kids just rub a little bourbon on the gum. You got a hangover? Good. Drink some more whiskey. Guy. You're fine. <laughs> Suck it up. I'll drink a half a bottle of whiskey before I make a doctor's appointment. <laughs> and I said, God, I sound awful. <laughs> He's probably like, Jesus Christ, you people from Kentucky are nuts. 
Well, I mean, that's one of the things that bourbon was originally meant for, like medicinal, because we saw that yeah. it was like farmers that would uh, they would do it so they wouldn't lose their corn because it was easier to store in barrels rather than you know in a silo somewhere. It's definitely a painkiller. But <laughs> but in the morning, in the morning they take they'd take a big pool from their bourbon and go back out to the fields and kind of yeah. What I like, this is not really a bourbon tradition, but what I like, if you go to like Scotland, they talk about it's tradition in Scotland that when they, they start work at the distillery, they all have to take a shot of the, off the still, not the, not age, like straight off the still. So it's like 150 proof. Yeah. And that's how they start their day over in Scotland. Everybody, that's, yeah. everybody who yeah. works there, they all go over to the still, they pour a shot and they take a shot. And that's like 150 proof of Scotch whiskey. There's, there's, there's two really cool. There's two really cool documentaries on Hulu. One's neat, and it's about bourbon. And then, what? I look up, look on your phone, and see what it is. What is it's it? A Scotch documentary on Hulu. It's, it's something, but they're both really cool because they both go into like all the backstories of like how whiskey was made and how and like who does it. And they follow like one of this most iconic uh, Lafleur. No, it's not one Lafleur. Yeah, um, no, it was like one of the most iconic um, Scotch uh distillers and um i think it's just called scotch it's called scotch a golden dream no, it's on on, I on hulu he, i thought he worked for lafleur he might have he's worked for like a bunch of different yeah. big distillers but it kind of like follows his career and what he's done and everything but it's really interesting to see like the processes because scotch scotch kicks our ass but with but bourbon doesn't um and then we find out like all the peat and how they actually get it, it react we react to the peat negatively <laughs> we cannot drink scotch the way we drink bourbon it's just not i can drink scotch easier it's just the next day is awful yeah it's, it's real weird how that <laughs> i'll happens. drink a whole bottle of scotch in one night by a fire with a cigar but the next morning i've lost a day yeah you just wake up feeling like groggy <laughs> i don't and know what happened like hit you harder and like bourbon i will still wake up at 6 a.m ready to go like like nothing ever happened yeah. So it's really interesting. This kind of is a great segue because you have new music out called Record High, and I feel like JC should <laughs> trying to hit all of his records He's over here. Really. One, one. Left and right. <laughs> yeah, so it's really cool because if we would have done this before, we would have been saying, oh, he has new music coming out. Now he's got new music out. See, look yeah. at that. That's even better. Um, talk to us a little bit about that song. Like, you know, why? what was kind of the motivation behind it? The music video is really cool, by the way, because I, I watched it and I kind of like how upbeat it is yeah. and everything, so... Give us some Man, backstory uh, on that. Well, the music video side of it, uh, Sam Sass directed it. He directed all the all the videos from uh, the Leanna EP, and uh, he just he had an idea that he wanted to go urban cowboy with it. And I was like, "Well, it just depends on what you think a real cowboy is." <laughs> <laughs> so we we went in there and they filled the whole. It's actually it was filmed in cahoots, which were bland Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a first bar. It's the first honky tonk bar ever sold out uh, outside of Texas. Okay, uh, and uh, we sold it out February of 2020, right before COVID hit, uh, and it was just badass, man. We're gonna going back. Everything's open full capacity again, so we're gonna we're gonna go back and and uh, sell it out Friday. It's almost sold out as of right now, um, but we filmed there, and it. You know, not many not many people go in there and play it anymore. It's kind of an older style. Uh, a lot of the guys from the '90s will go in there and play. Right. Pulled out, they took my picture and set it up right up there next to Joe Diffie and Mark Chesnut on the wall. All right. Uh, holy shit! Not a bad company to have, right? Yeah. yeah Good place like, to be. Yeah, that's what they've gotten to do. And yeah. uh, so we filmed the video there. They filled it with smoke. Uh, they focused it on. Uh, a young actress there, the, the female in the video, they focus mm-hmm. on her and her friends. Uh, and then that's my real band up on stage. Okay. Uh, and we just up, went up there and we filled it up with a bunch of people and just honk and tonked. And uh, the song, I actually, I almost didn't cut the song. Uh, it was an outside pitch. Uh, John Pierce, um, Wow, uh, I feel like a dick, but the names are slipping me here. Uh, it's all right. I'm horrible with names, too. Oh, you are. <laughs> I really am. Here's, I got you beat. Rodney Clawson, I believe, is uh, another one. Uh, it was a three-way, and it was pitched, pitched to me. And uh, 
there was we had like eight outside songs that we're competing in with like 25 to 30 of original songs that I've written. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with the record, you only get 10 to 11. So we had to narrow everything down. And uh, it wasn't, it actually, it wasn't my favorite song, man. I, I, I dug it and it grooved and it felt good, but it, it wasn't my favorite song out of the outside cuts, but my management just loved it. And they were like, dude, this is the best and most upbeat outside song we have. Right. Just take your guitar, play it, sing it, just try to work it and see and see what happens. And I started working angles on it and playing. And I was like, all right, I feel it. I think we I think we can do something cool with this. And uh we got in the studio and I changed up the intro, how everything goes real downhill with it. The way it was written, it was kind of up on a upbeat backbeat and kind of had a weird feel. So we right, right. drove it downhill. And then on that course, it opened up and it just sounds like 1980s George Strait Allen Jackson. It just, <laughs> it just, it talks, man. It talks. Yeah, it really does. Um, and it, it's got a really cool flow to it. Uh, it yeah. takes you back. I, I feel like I'm actually at a, like in a Texas honky tonk because I've, I've actually been to a few. Um, <laughs> I've been to one. Shut up like four. Um, and it like, it really brings you back oh. into that kind of, you're thinking of that cowboy boots and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's really, it's got a really cool vibe to it. Your your music takes me back to like you were saying earlier, it's going to take me back to like, and I call it the, it's like me. I don't know. I guess I'm old. I think nineties. No shit. I think like nineties music genre music is like kind of like the epitome of like all styles pretty much. When you go to rock, hip hop country, that was like the golden age of music and your music it takes me back to that style and it's, it's a classic feeling, but it's got a new kind of twist on it. It's just like, okay. So he was playing all their songs on the way back. I was like, okay, I really like this. I really like this. I really like this. So it's like, okay, this is something I can get into. And I think with that, you're, it's going to be more popular because a lot of people don't know that style of country music. It's kind of got lost with the stadium. It's like new now, Yeah, but it's not. It's like, yeah. what's all, what's old is always new. Yeah. So it's like, it's just you're bringing back a style that once people get it and hear it, it's like, oh, okay. It's like, okay, that's what real country is. So my nephew really likes you, by the way. He When I told him I was interviewing, he was like, oh, okay. My nephew loves country. He plays. He, he wishes he could sing. Bless his heart. <laughs> <laughs> he's he sing better than I can, but he can play. Like He, he plays by ear. He just picks up the guitar. He's really good playing. on the guitar, and you don't have to sing. Oh, he's really good on the guitar, but like he, he likes your style of music, too. So it's just well, thank really, you. You, you, do a, lot, you do a good job. So you're you're younger, obviously. So where did you get kind of the inspiration for this type of country music? Because everyone thinks kind of going to the more like that. I don't want to say it's not hot hit. Like it's, anyway, it's newer country, yeah. right? It's not that it's bad. It's just different. So being younger, being younger, you know what? What kind of was that driving force to do more of the older traditional style country music? Man, for me. It's just what I enjoy. It's what I grew up on. It's what I love. You know, I mean, I don't really know any different. What you see is what you get. It's it's just literally who I am. I didn't try for anything. Uh, everything everything I've done uh, on this end has just been natural. So I grew up I grew up in the in an old eighties model Freightliner with my dad in the past. You know, I was just in the passenger seat. My dad's running the roads. My dad was a big Hank Williams fan. Okay. Okay. I think cassette tapes of Hank and Hank Jr., uh, Merle Haggard. And then Sirius Satellite Radio came out, and dad found Willie's Roadhouse and okay. uh, a couple other stations. And he'd put up on the satellite, and we'd listen to Willie's Place, and a song would come on, and he'd cover the screen so that I couldn't see the name of the song. As soon as it came on, he covered it and he goes, Tell me the name of the song and the. And the artist, and I'd sit there and listen to it. And half the time, by the signature lick, I could tell what the song was and who was singing it. And I was almost always right. And uh, what? that embedded in me signature licks. That embedded right. in me uh, a song having its own identity without even without a voice. And I think that helped me with my songwriting. It helped me with my artistry. Uh, Definitely helped me on the production side of it of going, you got to have 
not just a hook line. You got to have little hooks within the song, which is your signature licks, your solos, things like that. So uh, that old school country music like that just influenced me. And like I said, heavy influence uh, for me was always Alan Jackson, Keith Whitley, George Strait. Uh, I mean, Keith to me was the goat. He was just gone too soon. So I, I take a lot of influence from Keith Whitley. I think you'll hear that in my music when we listen to it. I don't think as many people give respect to Keith Whitley as much as he deserves it. You know, he's got a lot Absolutely. of amazing songs, you know, but it's not a name you always hear mentioned. It, like, it's like you said, like he, he gone too soon. So he didn't get, yeah. you know, he, there was more music to him and he just didn't get a chance to put it out. He had like three or four, maybe five number ones after he had already died. Yeah, you know, I mean, part of part of that is you know him passing sealed his legacy. Uh, you know, people yeah. wanted what they couldn't have anymore, and that that drove up his market value uh, and drove him up the charts because he had a big story and a brand behind it. Uh, but dude, he cut two songs: one that Randy Travis cut later, and the other the George Strait cut later. That were both number ones for them. Okay, what are those? I think his versions smoke. I, I, I love Randy, but I think that his version of On the Other Hand was just phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I think he cut two George Strait songs Fort Worth, uh, just Fort Worth Cross Your Mind. And uh, can't think of the other one off the top of my head right now, but he smoked them, man. It's really cool. No, I love, it's, it's, I love old country. It, it's just different, I think, from a lot of people that are younger. I mean, you're, we're all older than you are, and for that <laughs> to for that to be a thing, it's really cool because it's also cool that that tradition and that way of of singing is not lost, right? And I think what's real beneficial for someone like you is for some of these people who are listening to country music today, they're like, oh, listen to this new country music that someone's singing. You're like, nah, fam, this is old. Like, well, this is not, this is not new. This is like the bell buckle <laughs> jeans that you think are like new styles has been around for a hundred years. Yeah. But I mean, there's some cool shows I've seen like uh, John Prine and Tyler Childers playing together. I mean, you have like the, yeah. as traditional old as you get and then new guys, you John, know, John Prine passed, didn't he? From yeah, he did. <laughs> Uh, it was one of those. I was like, he had COVID. He had everything under the sun. He had throat cancer and still sang and performed through all of it. You know, that's country. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's country. Right? I don't care. What anybody says. So, all right, so we opened for Clay Walker Friday. Okay. Uh, one of Clay's drivers, I guess, used to drive for Haggard. Uh, and they bought one of his old buses. Mm-hmm. The buses like, it rolled up and it said Chief all over it. And we're like, dude, that's it. That's Haggard's old bus. And it's just sitting back there, and he starts telling us stories about Haggard back in his days. And uh, they were telling us about the buses. He was like, yeah, we bought we bought this bus. And then, you know, Haggard's got one more. But it was almost a brand-new bus, and they didn't sell it. And we're like, why didn't they sell it? They're just sitting at their place. And they go, they didn't sell it because Haggard died in it. Oh, shit. Like, oh, wow. Shit. Haggard died in the you talk about like on the road. <laughs> yeah, you talk about a, yeah. a a lifelong road dog. You die in your bus. Like, dude, dude, his his legacy was already sealed to me, but like that's that's just the cherry on the cake, man. Like if you're what? gonna go if you're gonna be an artist and go out, like hell yeah. That's the way to go. You see the older artists still doing that. Like Randy Travis had the stroke and like now he's like trying to sing again. Like, I mean yeah. he's like he's you got there's got some videos of him out there where he's singing again. It's like that's just in his bones. He's not yeah. gonna stop. Like yeah, dude. doesn't matter. Yeah. He doesn't care what happens. That's what he that's who he is, is what he's gonna do. And you're talking about with him, he's a legend, you're like Haggard is a legend. Like you're talking about the legends, and that's who they are. Well, dude, yeah. I, I mean I thought about this the other day. Like I can't imagine life with Oh uh oh. Right, we'll have to pause here. Shit, shit, shit. I hope it's not your internet. It's why would it be? It's not. It's the same thing we've been using for every I still got it. It's not yours. Huh? It's not yours. I still got it on my phone. 
You need to call uh, Kate. Tell her his internet died. God, what's wrong with the picture? What? Oh, look how blurry we are. The camera's out of focus. Good thing I'm not using video. Oh, I didn't know we weren't. <laughs> just out of focus. You gotta make sure it matches. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you can do that. I was gonna say you could do that or you could do like right around here too. Three wooden crosses. I'm going on three hours of sleep. So my last two days, <laughs> open to close, which was like 14 hours. Couldn't go to sleep. Went to bed at like 3.30, yeah. 4 o'clock. Got back at work at 8.30. Deb called in. Roslyn called in. Ashley texted me and said she's on the bus. She's going to be about an hour, hour and a half late. So it was Emily, Mike, and me with the dining room open. I was taking one from drive-through. Yeah. We had a wagon of Amish people show up to dine in. Like literally 12 Amish people showed up. Yeah. And not to be mean, but one of them had Down syndrome. And they insisted on him ordering for himself. And he was the first person. And I could not understand a word he was saying. I was like, I'm sorry. After he said like three times, the father would say, I'm like, okay. Oh, there it is. AJ knows where to call it. Yeah. Had to go with my phone, man. Sorry. It's all right. We we're like shit. It's our internet, and they're like, no, we're not. It's no. all right. That's good. Do you remember where we were? Because that was like a really good conversation too. Fuck. I was talking about I was talking about Haggard, talking about his bus, and uh, the fact that man, I can't I can't imagine life without without music. Yeah. So I'm saying where when you're a road dog, you're a road dog, man. You you live, you live it, you live. <laughs> Real musicians. Music. Yeah, I man. think a lot of people don't realize like. We're recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize that you guys don't like fly all over the country. No. (laughs) That's not what happens. Y'all hit a bus and go. (laughs) Oh, shit. If you have a bus, (laughs) (laughs) our bus, we had, we have, we got a bus, but our bus broke down. Uh, We didn't have it for like shit, three weeks. And we had probably some of the toughest runs we've made so far. And then, Dude, it's brutal. It, it's it's not all the it's not all just getting on stage and having a bunch of people cheer for you. Like I think that there, the, there's so much work that goes on behind the scenes that people don't appreciate, which is really cool for us to get to talk to people like you because it gives a lot of a lot of backstory and, and credit to just how how hard you guys work. Um, a lot of people just think it's like, oh, you're gonna fly here, you're gonna fly there, your band shows up, perform, whatever. Even like, even when you're talking about like the people look, who he do, showed up and sings music and he, looks nice, and yeah, even, even when people like you're talking about like the bar tours, like they're like, oh, well, he's doing the tour, like you know, you have a list of tours, like oh, he's he's famous, he, eh. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, so it, it it's kind of it's a mix of it, man. So like. Sometimes I do fly into shows and meet the band, but dude, half the time, like we, we were running in a 12 passenger van for a long time. Uh, I've got a 15 
passenger now as a backup, which we went back in those three weeks. Like when you've got eight guys in a 15 passenger van and nobody's really slept because you're, you might get four hours in the hotel room and then you got to be back in the van and you're trying to sleep in the van. I'll fight a lot. Do this. No, not really. Uh, <laughs> if, 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 if I got somebody in my crew or band that I don't like to get along with, they don't stay. You got to be. It's not even, it's not that you don't like it. I think he's just saying. I was saying a joke like, if, if just the three of us were to go to Gatlinburg to say, there would be one, at least one <laughs> argument yeah, on the way down there. It doesn't be that a lot. Honestly, man. dude, honestly, no, man. Uh, we're, I'm just the asshole. Guys, the mentality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the asshole man. because I got in a fight. Our, our mentality is, dude, it, it's, it's a grind regardless of what you do. We're all out here trying to hit the same goals, be a part of this. So you got to come with a positive attitude. Otherwise, you get on there and you do it every single weekend. You can get burned out real fast. You can get jaded real fast. You could want to quit. So you, you got to keep a, a very – positive outlook on everything and dude being being out there on the road shit's gonna happen you're gonna break down you're gonna break down on the side of the road you're gonna have to scramble i can't tell you how many times even the bus broke down on the side of the road dude we lost a wheel on the trailer <laughs> in memphis and had to call uh had to call these it's not uh, funny but it is uh, I mean, shit dude we, we did the bearing the bearing blue and the whole axle i mean the, the whole wheel jesus is somewhere in the uh, what's the river that goes in Memphis, the Mississippi? Yeah, <laughs> somewhere, oh, somewhere in the Mississippi. That's, it's in Louisiana that's, now. That's, <laughs> some tiger that's starts that's eating that fucker in the ocean now. Somebody's yeah. floating on. Oh my god! Thank you, save my life. Yeah. But, I mean, things like that happen, and you know, uh, you just try to keep a positive outlook on it and figure it out because you're gonna have to figure it out. And uh, you know, I had my team called. 20 different places until we finally found a place that literally in three hours rebuilt that front axle and got us to our gig in Nashville. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, dude, it was, I owe those people a lot, man. Uh, but you got great people. We broke down outside Kansas city one time. Uh, we blew, we all, we had like eight, uh, eight of the cylinders broke on, on a, on the bus. And, uh, we were blowing oil out the side, and we said eight cylinders. Dude, we 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 blew that shit to hell. I, I, I don't. Okay, I'm, I'm like, gonna be ignorant on this one. How many cylinders are are on a bus? I might have said the wrong word. Cylinders, uh, gaskets, gaskets. I think is what I'm thinking. Oh, shit. But dude, we blew oil all over the damn side of the road. <laughs> Uh, you ever just I tweeted go, out? I had to tweet out. I was like, "Hey, there's a couple country boys in Kansas City that want to drive an hour and a half out, pick us up in a couple pickup trucks, hook on to the trailer, and get us to the gig. We were opening for Kojo, uh, and I was like, well, you get free tickets to the show? Just come pick us up.' The guys that came and picked us up are like some of my best friends in life now, man. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, that's a, that's a cool people, story though. Like people, yeah, man. How'd you all meet? I got a better story than you. <laughs> <laughs> How'd y'all meet? Well, we blew oil over the side of the road. I tweeted some uh, shit out, and here he came. <laughs> that's that's how we got to the gig, man. You're probably like fifty fifty. We're getting murdered tonight, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you survive. Now you have friends, so that's how it works. You either uh, yeah. put the lotion on the Absolutely. skin, or you have new friends. <laughs> 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 so there you go it worked out for you and his is kicking in right now can you tell his shit level just went through the fucking roof oh, uh, man. it's the freaking bourbon oh. <laughs> man thank you so much for getting on and joining us and even though at the technical difficulties this was this yeah. was really fun we had a blast and we're enjoying your music and uh it was a it was a pleasure thank getting you. to know you and hopefully one of these times we get down to nashville we can actually have some whiskey together and uh talk some shit and have a good time Hell yeah, man. That'd be great. Well, I appreciate uh, you guys having me on. I enjoyed it. I haven't, uh, I haven't had to just sit and drink whiskey in a minute, man. So I, I appreciate you having me on and let well, me be a part of Monday. Next, <laughs> next time you do a tour up here, uh, give us a call because we will sit and drink whiskey all night long. Yeah, there you go. Game on. Game all right, man. On. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Remember, a bourbon with friends can change the world. Yes, sir. Thank, thank you guys. You. Yeah, man. That. That was, thank you. That, that was, was great. Fun. Thanks for jumping back on. And uh, yeah, man, yeah, for yeah. sure. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely try and, and meet up at some point and have a, have a drink and I'll send uh I'll send you, you want me to just shoot you a list on Instagram? Uh, yeah, dude, that'd be awesome, man. If you yeah. could, if you could just message me that, dude, I'll, yep. I'll do it. 
Yep. Educate me. Learn yep. me something. Buddy, <laughs> Learn. buddy, we, we can we can send you all kinds of shit, trust me, and it'll blow your mind. So, I'm down, man. All right, dude. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Have a great night. Thank you, guys. Y'all too. Bye.